everybody. Welcome to This Board Game Life, episode number 50, titled Discovering New Faves. This is a show about board games, tabletop games, anything else we want to talk about. Along those lines, I am one of your fine hosts for today. My name is Rob, and with me, as always, I got my good buddy, Mark. Hey, Rob. How you doing? I am like so excited to record this episode today. Yeah, I had too. a very fun gaming weekend. <laughs> I'm I'm excited uh, to talk about your excitement, and I I really am. I'm not just saying that to be like clever or funny. Well, that's good because it I wasn't say clever other or funny. Yeah, I was going to say I, I do other <laughs> things to feel clever and funny, but uh, no, I, I I I like hearing about your excitement and your discovery and all this new stuff and you know how you're talking about like how great this game is and i'm like oh dude i did that back in 2015 yeah it's like ahead of you just kidding just kidding are are you doing no but i bet it would be like you know i i hear people um on other shows they talk about how they're kind of like um not jealous but they're like they're they're happy for the people but they're kind of sad because they know the excitement that that new gamer is experiencing and they're kind of like sad that they don't get to experience that again with that game mm-hmm. you know i get it yeah but yeah it's uh I've, I've heard of that it's like oh man i know what they're going through i missed that i, I loved it i i wish i could experience yeah. it again but it's out there it's just you got to find the right game that does that yeah exactly and, and- uh and not all games are good games. No, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, sometimes even the popular games aren't even for us. You know, they're for other people. But yeah. um, and I have found, um, I think so far of all the games I own, compared to those that I have played that I own, mm-hmm. there's only one that I bought that I don't like that I will not play or buy anymore in that series. Um, and that's unmatched. I just, I just, it wasn't fun. I, I, yeah. you know, um, I just didn't care for it. And I know it's a very popular, which is weird, you know, cause it, it I was kind of like, well, what's wrong with me? This is supposed to be this really popular, but it just didn't do it for me. So, but usually I'm like, yeah, this is fun. Or, oh my gosh, I got to own every, every box, every version of this. I, this is the greatest thing. I want to play it every day. And I had a couple of those this week. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah. it, it's um, like the title. I have discovered some new favorites. It's so, excellent. And those shift usually over time. Yeah. I place each other. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's interesting because I have my like my probably all time favorite since getting into this here just this, you know recently since what the end of last year mm-hmm. I don't even think I'm a year into this hobby yeah, yeah and Dice Throne is kind of the one that's like I have to have everything Dice Throne and I love playing that game mm-hmm. um, I like Villainous and but that one's more of like I have to have every version just because my shelf they're on my shelves you know. But like Dice Throne is like, I got to have everything Dice Throne. I absolutely love it. That's like one of my faves. But I had something this week that I think very quickly jumped right to that level. Oh, wow. Okay. I think I yes. know Yeah, you know, but we're going to make the listeners think for a few more yeah. minutes. I'm go- am I going to spoil it by saying I think it's uh, Chrysler Monopoly? Man. <laughs> 
ruined it. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I have that... my 800th Monopoly game on the shelf, yeah. and it's the best yet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You just love using that LeBaron playing piece, the LeBaron yeah. convertible. It, it so changes the game up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing about it. All right, well, why, why don't we uh, talk? What did you get? Did you get any gaming in the last couple of weeks? I know you've been um, super busy. Yeah, it's uh, so I did get uh, No Thanks in, which was kind of dicey. So I took it over by my aunt and uncle's house. There's no, I, this I, is a card game. This is not a dice game. Get yeah. your facts straight. Okay. <laughs> And I, so I took it over, I took it over there and I've, I've taken other stuff over there. Like point salad, um, was decently received. And so we had a get together, um, yesterday and I'm like, let me take this along with all the food that I brought and my handyman services or my lawn cutting services (laughs) (laughs) that I brought with me. And um, uh, you've played No Thanks, right? I'm pretty sure you mentioned it. Yeah. Yeah, I do like that a lot. And, you know, I thought it's a relatively straightforward game, right? It's something that the, you know, folks that aren't really gamers, they can can get pretty well. And um, I don't want to say it was... A total flop it wasn't it wasn't a total flop but it wasn't like an outright hit either and uh you know it just uh i think it's relatively simple but sometimes people just don't quite get it yeah like even even like the simple rules because the the one thing about it is like you know so you know you have these chips in your hand and you can like take cards and you know, you you take cards, and then the cards that you take, you have to build runs of them. So, if you do a run of let's say ten, eleven, twelve, you know, like if you just have a card by itself with no adjacent cards, let's say like a twenty, that's worth twenty points. Right. But if you have 15 16 17 18 19 20 then it's worth 15 right and the lowest score wins so you want to build like adjacent you want to build runs of cards and not have cards that are like one-offs with nothing adjacent to them because that's how your points skyrocket and Mm -hmm. and that was a challenge it's i didn't think it was like kind of a big deal i thought it was a simple concept but you know it's um it wasn't as satisfying of a game experience as I had thought. And I'm sure you know the like the game that you think is like, oh, this is no problem, and it like falls flat and somebody really struggles with a basic concept. Yeah. It's like it's tough to get over and it's kind of disappointing. But yeah. um, you know, there's there's always next time where we can kind of build <laughs> on what was <laughs> learned or not learned last time. And um and uh yeah so how about you what what have you played i I know you got a a delicious list over here it has been a really good couple of weeks Mm -hmm. so i i 
don't remember if I told this story in the last show. I was at one of my gaming nights, which is now weekly. I'm so excited. Our our gaming group is like expanding. Um, I think I told you I put like a notice up on the bulletin board at the game store. And um, it has like a QR code to our meetup group. And we have seen new people and growing every week. And now it's like people are like, why do we only meet every other week? And it's like, well, you know, uh, we can do it weekly if you want. And several people are like, yeah, I'm free on these nights, you know. It's like, okay, we're going to do it every week. And we've been having like, we've been getting, we're to that point, we're going to have to um, either find games that support a lot of people <laughs> or start breaking up into two or three different groups. Yeah, um, that's, that's what you need to do. Like, Yeah, and that's that's what we'll end up doing. But yeah, um, yeah it'll just be like, yeah. So, um, but while I was there, I always go in. It's the it's the big store that I I told you about that you've been to, and um, I always got to walk around in there every week, which I hate because I know it's going to cost me money. But a couple of weeks ago, they had one copy of Heat Pedal to the Metal, mm-hmm. and this is a game that I've like seen people on. You know, uh, gets me is like, how do all these people get these? They must have been Kickstarters or they get the games from the devs way early, you know, or devs from the publishers mm-hmm. um, of the games way early to review it. And it's just like you hear about this game for like two, three years and you're like, it's not in the store. No one can get it. They had one copy and I was like, it's a racing game. And I don't know if I'm going to like that. You know, and I was looking at the back of the box and I'm like, you know, everybody says so good. And what sold me on it is the company that makes the game. Days of Wonder. Days of Wonder. And I was like, oh, this is the ticket to ride, people. Sold. (laughs) Yeah. And it was like, it's, it's interesting because now that I'm like, the more I'm getting into it, because it was a Days of Wonder, I had very, it was almost like, I felt like. I'm going to really love this game. That makes the difference because I love Ticket to Ride. We've got several different versions. Sure. We all love all the different versions. I just know it's going to be a quality game. You know, all I've heard is positive reviews. I'm like, you know what? It's something new. It's a racing game. We'll try it. Um, and I did get to play that. And I've played it, I think, three times the oh, last wow. two weeks. Nice. nice. Um. I think we did. Yeah, I think it was three total times I've played. Really enjoyed it. The kids all enjoyed it. It's going to be one I take to the game group, um, which I did take this last week, but we ended up not playing. We just had too many people. Um, but uh, yeah, I got that to the table. Really do enjoy that game. That's fun. Um, and and we only played the basic, like there's basic rules, and then there's advanced rules. So the sure. next thing now is that the kids and I have all played the basics. Now I'm going to go through and look at, okay, let's add weather. Let's add, there's weather, there's road conditions. There's, you can change things like at the turns. Um, there's, you can actually like build your car. They got these cards that allow you to do like braking. So if you're coming to a turn, you can put a braking card down, play a brake card. If you have it in your hand to slow yourself mm-hmm. down, Um, it just, there's all kinds of different things that you can do. Um, and it's just like, it's going to be fun. They even have like a, a championship way to play, uh, where you're playing different races and just, and the box comes with two very large game boards 
and they're printed on both sides. So you get four like tracks. four different tracks in the game. Nice. Yeah. Um, and so far we've only done the one, which is the USA track. And that's what they recommend you start with. And so we've only done that one. So next we'll play, I think it's Italy. There's, I don't remember the other two, but there, there's yeah, four different tracks. So um, I'm looking forward to playing on the others as well. Also, I broke out uh, recently. I was watching Dice Tower and they were talking about some of their top um, deck building games. And I'm like, I really do like deck builders. Yeah. And Summer Camp was one of their top picks. Really? And okay. yeah, it actually was. And it's um, so I've played that and played it with my kids and we actually really enjoyed it. But it was it was simple. But. It was, but it was that simple enough that I actually took it to my mother's this week and this weekend and put it on the table. And I told her, I said, you're going to learn a deck builder. So again, it's like, you know, we talked about earlier how like you start them out um, slow and uneasy games. And it's like, well, this yeah. is a great deck builder. Then you add and, concepts. Yeah. Yes. And the, and, and so at the end of it, when we were done, when I said, well, what did you think of this? She goes, this was a lot of fun. I'm like, awesome. Now she still had my daughter help a lot. And cause she, you know, she's senior, but she did enjoy it. And she likes playing with us and just, it was confusing for her. But again, this is something that I could bring back, play it again. Even if it was just her and I and, you know, work through it and it would, it would catch on. She'd catch on a little better the more we played. So, yeah, but it's, it was really fun. I like the different, um, activity or the the like merit badges that you can work towards um the the game recommends like when we first played it said you know you get your base box of cards and then there's like i think there's seven or eight different activity like other cards that you use and you play with three different tracks um like i'm sorry three different boxes of cards um so you have your base cards that ever you always play with and then there's your merit badges as you get there's basically three different merit badges that everyone's working towards getting in the game and mm -hmm. but there's like eight different ones to select from something like that so and each deck is very different they have different abilities which was cool like when we played the second time we used some different ones there was one uh um that was like the friendship badge and like you would get a card in your hand that would allow you to draw two cards but then everyone else also got to draw another card because it was the friendship track. But if you were on the, um, the other one, I think was games, that one you would take like you, there would have a card where it says you draw two cards. Everyone else has to discard one. So it was a little like not friendly. It was more mean. Um, so uh, then there, you know, there's there, we did another one that had like archery and, rope climbing and stuff but it was like you can if you you got a they're a little bit higher price cards to purchase but what it does is they're like you can take any certain priced card you know powered cart four five or six and put it in your like one of them like you can pick any four powered card put it in your hand um if you if it was like the other one was like put a five powered card but put it in your top of your draw deck you could pick any six powered card, but you had to put it in your discard pile. But right. so, it was, you know, there's all these different varieties. And I was like, wow, we didn't have this option in the first playthrough with the other decks it recommended. 
you know, because someone will be like, oh, you get to move two spaces on this particular path um, towards that merit badge. So um, it was really good. Um, this would be a great one for families um, of, I think, of all ages. Um, it's, it's the, you know, the younger kids there, if they're into Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts, they're used to collect, you know, trying to earn merit badges and stuff like that. It, it's, or going to summer camps. This is something they can kind of relate to and it's fun. Um, yeah, I, I recommend it. It was a fun game. Uh, we do enjoy it. The next one, um, was something that I, I played this last week at my game group. Someone brought this. Might take me a minute to get through the title. <sighs> oh, I know breath. which one you're talking about. Here we go. Whew. All right. Breathe in. <gasps> Epic Spell Wars of the Battle Wizards Duel at Mount Skull's Fire. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so the 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 lady brought the brought the game. She's like, this is my favorite game of all time. And I was looking at really? the artwork okay. and I she loves this game. She's like, this is her favorite game. Wow. Okay. And no, and, I'm not, um, and I, I don't say that because it's a bad game. I'm just a little just surprised. Okay. I don't know. Well, I don't know. It was my first exposure to it. And at first I was like, I saw the artwork and I was like, oh, oh I, know I, I yeah. don't, <laughs> I don't. So the artwork, it reminds me of garbage pail kids, but grosser, like, bloody gross you know yeah um and supposedly i think it's by the people that um that do oh what's the name of that show adventure time um and there was another animated series that she mentioned that these people work on i think it was adventure time and something else and i i just don't like either show she mentioned i'm just like mm, i don't have interest in those at all um but and I did the the but we were playing the game and the game is freaking hysterical. It's fun. I really enjoyed it a lot. So even though I think it's really gross <laughs> and it is okay. it's a it's adult oriented. Yes. Uh, there's even um, I got the box here because it arrived. Um, it arrived today. I ended up ordering it. Um, and it says warning right on the box contains mature content and profanity. Um, it is by cryptozoic entertainment and there's a lot of different, um, versions of this game. Um, but I, I bought the one that we played, um, because that I just wanted to, I didn't want to try to delve into something else that might be different, but you basically get, you're basically a, everyone's a wizard starts out with like 20 health and you're basically trying to be the last wizard standing by making spell combos with your cards. So it is a deck builder. Sort of. Uh, you're, uh, well, no, it's not a deck builder because you're not, you are drawing cards from the main deck. You always start with a set amount of cards. So it's not a deck builder, but you're, you're um, drawing cards. And I think you start with five cards, I believe. And you can play, play all your cards, but you can only put out um, up to like, oh no, you don't. I take that back. Sorry, I'm getting my games confused. So you have cards in your hand. You can play one, two, or three cards when you when you play your cards. And everyone lays the cards down that they want to play. And you're basically trying to create a spell. 
and each card that you're playing is a spell card but there's like a, a, a first part of the spell the middle part of the spell and the ending spell and they all do something different but you put them all together and then the third card um the ending spell um has uh, the initiative on it so it kind of works like and you put your cards down you don't you can hide how many cards that you're playing but you, everyone puts their cards that they've chosen down face face down on on the table in front of them you can either lay out that you have three or two or you can just put them in a pile of one and put your hand over it whatever you want but you all flip your cards at the same time and what happens is anybody that puts out like just one spell they automatically go first um if you only have two cards then you know you go next you go before people with three and there's ways to i think if you have two people that are putting like two cards out you roll a dice to see who's highest and they get to go first then it's but the more cards you put out the more damage that you can do to everyone um but it can become very advantageous later in the game to only put like one card out. And we saw that especially at the very end of the game and um, trying to make sure you go first. Um, so there's some advantages and there's, you know, ways of playing it that way of like, um, so for most of the game, like I was playing three cards and getting the max spells and there's ways to build. And at one point, man, I had so many cards. It was like, I had a card. It was like steal the third card. I can't remember what it's called. But it's like the one that typically does the most damage, but it's like your your ending spell card. I got to steal the ending spell card from every other player and then use it on my turn. Mm -hmm. And it was pretty devastating um, oh, because yeah. it, my turn just kept going on and on and on. <laughs> um, and then uh, and then you basically at the end of your turn, you discard the card you used and then you draw back up to. So you have five in your hand or whatever, five, six, seven, whatever. And then you basically start looking to see what, your what you want to do for your next spell. And then it just goes around the table. So um, in order, but uh, so you all lay your cards down together and expose your cards. And then everyone takes based on initiative, then it's who gets to play their spell first. So you could have some devastating stuff and get wiped out before you even get to play. Then you're dead, but you're not, you're, you're not so everyone that goes out they're not necessarily out of the game because this game goes until somebody has two last wizard standing tokens so like our very first round i actually won and i got a token and then of course now everyone's like okay we want we want to make sure mark gets taken out because he can't win again otherwise the game's over and he wins so then the people that are winning they kind of become the target because then there's like, well, you can target some cards allow you to target certain, you know, you pick up who you want to target or you might be doing damage to the player left of you or to the right of you or things like that. Um, but uh, it was really fun. Um, reading the names of these spells out was pretty hysterical. Um, and it really was a very fun game and everyone really enjoyed it. So again, that's, Epic Spell Wars of the Battle Wizards duel at Mount Skullsfire. <laughs> nice. So, um, the problem is I can't play it with my kids. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, uh, but this will be one I'm definitely going to throw. It's a small box game. This is something I'm probably going to just put in my my bag 
for every Wednesday night and it'll be uh, just, it'll always be there. Um, all right. The next one that we also, I got introduced to that I've also got on order that I'm really waiting, exciting to get this one super mega lucky box. <laughs> and I was like, what? what the heck is super mega lucky box? And the guy that brought it was the one who introduced me to bullet bang bullet, the bullet okay. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to trust you. Uh, you, you know, you didn't steer me wrong there and he did not steer us wrong here. This is like, it's bingo. It's like, what did he call it? Like almost like a tactical bingo. So you get, you start out with, I think it was three little bingo cards that had numbers one through nine on them. Uh, so a three by three grid on a dry erase board and in their small little boards. And then at the bottom and on the right side, there was an extra row and an extra column. And so basically there's cards that he flipped over one card and it would be like six. So everyone could on the three cards you have in front of you, you can mark off the number six once. So not, only on one, one card or on one, one card. So if you yeah. had it on multiple cards, you could, you had to pick the card you want to mark the six off. And essentially if you get it, when you complete a column, there's, and you get to pick the cards. He gives you like, I think you start out with like five cards and they're like pick three to keep. So you're looking kind of like at the bonuses and trying to figure out which bonuses might help. So there's, there's things like getting, you can uh, get a moon, which is like a victory point, I believe. There's also lightning bolts that, so you can get like a lightning bolt. Uh, okay. So if you can, you know, and a lightning bolt allows you to change the number of the card, increase or decrease it by one. So say I had the card was a six and I didn't have any sixes on any card or I've crossed all my sixes off, then I could use one of my lightning bolts and and put that back in the the pool and spend it to change it to a five or a seven. Okay, so now I can change that number to mark off something else. And what happens is as you start to fill in your rows and your columns, then you might get a like you might fill a row and then it might have a number eight in the bonus. That means I can also mark off a number eight somewhere on my board. Now say I don't have an eight, then you don't get to use it. Okay. Um, and you, and you lose that ability. But if I had, um, if I, so I got an eight there, but if I had a lightning bolt, I could change it to a nine or a seven and spend that lightning bolt to mark off either a nine or a seven. And then there's, there's other things like you get stars, which gives you points for at the end of the game, you play, I think a total, I think it was four rounds. Um, if you complete a card in the first round, you get like a lot of bonus points. And then as each round goes on, you get less and less for completing boards because it gets easier, you know, because you keep. So at the end of round one, if you haven't used any of your three boards, they're still in play and you get another one added. So now you have four that you're working on. So every round you get a new board, um, but you'll eventually, you know, you'll eventually clear some that will you just erase and they go back into the pile. Um, but then you mark on your little scorecard that you cleared a board. And then at the end of the game, you're 
counting bonuses, kind of like welcome to the perfect neighborhood or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of how you're doing that end scoring like that. It's, it's kind of similar like that. Um, super fun game. I'm like, this is a really easy one. This is going to be a great one for all family members, um, for larger groups. It's, and like, you can take, I think it plays, I think it plays four people, but like, if you have another box, then you just hand out the, the, you can just hand out the, the cards, like the scorecard, like there's not anything to limit how many people can play. So you could just have two or three boxes, you know, and just, it, yeah, and play them that way. It's so it's very expandable if you have a large group. So that's going to be another one that'll probably stay in my bag. And everyone had a lot of fun. All right. I'm working through this, folks. Um, I played, I, I did order a couple of weeks ago. You and I were talking about some Spiel Award nominees and Fun Facts was one of those. Um, I got that in. We played that this weekend. Um, my mother absolutely loved it. My kids all, we all oh, had really? fun with it. Okay. Yeah. It's v- very easy. Um, the, the real kind of interesting Wait, this part. Is the one, this is the one with, where you, uh, kind of like rank things with those like chevrons or something. Yes. Right? So okay. everyone gets a chevron that they can write on. So you put your name on the one side and then you, you put your answer on the other. It's, it's like a dry erase chevron. Um, and you basically pull eight cards out. And it's you're not competing with you're kind of working together, trying to max the score that you can. Uh, it's a party game. It's not a competitive um, at all. Um, you want to do the best you can. But um, so you would read a card like. Um, on a scale of one to ten. Or no, it not not a scale of one to ten, sorry. From and some cards won't have a zero to one hundred. Some will say from zero to one hundred on the card. So you're writing a number from zero to one hundred, and it'll be like uh, from zero to one hundred. How 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 likely are you to skydive? Something like that. And then everyone writes their answer, and whoever read the card, whoever was the first player, they put their chevron face down up on the on the middle of the table, and then going clockwise, everyone else puts their chevron down where they think either above or below that, you know, that first person where, you know, they think their number is going to be higher or lower than that person. You go all the way around the table with people putting them and you can put them in between chevrons. Uh, so once two are out, then you could put them in between two. Um, and then when it's all done, you start flipping them over and you get points for each chevron that is in, in increasing order or in numerical order. Right. So, if you, if like I wrote zero for skydiving, there's no, why would you jump out of a perfectly good airplane? Um, so I put a zero. I, I have no desire to do that. But then like, you know, my daughter might be a hundred. She might want to do it. So, and then where's everyone else in between? And so if I'm like at zero and then the next one up is a 10 and the next one say is a five, the next one's a 30 and next one's a 50 and a hundred. Well, there was the zero, 10, five. We have to pull the five out because zero, 10, 20, 30, 50, whatever that that's going up numerically. So you got to pull out whatever is out of sync. And then, so out of five people, we, we had pulled one out. We only get four points for that. And then you move the, the marker, the first player markers where you keep your team score. It's like a, it's a star that you dry erase right onto it. Okay. Um, so I'd put a four on it, hand it over to the next player in line. They read the next, we erase our things. You read the next card. They're not all zero to hundred. Some would might be 
Um, but you're writing a number down. The answer is always a number, but they're not always zero to a hundred. Um, it could be, you know, I'm trying to remember an example, but they're not always zero to a hundred. So, okay. um, but again, simple, but my family really enjoyed it. My mother loved it. This is great. She had so much fun with that. All right. So, last so, two. So this game is a contender of one of three games. It's one of three games that's a contender for game of the year. Do you think that this game, now you haven't played the other ones yet. Right. right? So do you think that this game is worthy of family game of the year title? And think I, fam- I, family game. That's that's the key thing. The thing is, the the thing about this, and I've played other games, and in fact, I know I've got one. It's called Just One, and I think it's the exact same company. Um, and we love that game too. But you're not. You are. I don't know how to say it. I, I I'm surprised it's an award winner. Well, it's not it yet. It's a nominee. Okay, I'm sorry. It's okay. I, yeah. Thank you. I'm surprised it's even a nominee. Okay. It seems too too light, too simple to be a nominee. No, but then it, again, it is well, a family game, and and I suppose if the award is meant classes. to be approachable, well, there's there's a couple classes. So there's family game, which they tend to be lighter. Right, because um, other ones in the list. Well, I mean, Cascadia, like one last That's heavier. year, and and Code Names was in it. Azul was in it. Um, Quirkle's another one that I I know that you've played, right? Oh yeah, yeah. So those, and I, I think Ticket to Ride, maybe. See. Yeah, Carcassonne. but to me, Carcassonne, Ticket to Ride, um, Cascadia, you mentioned another one that I already forgot. They all are, and I think the difference is you're you're all trying to, like, at the end of the game, somebody has won. Yeah. With fun facts, there's not a winner. There's, And it's like, you get this score pad and you like, okay, so the very first time we want, we played, we scored like 33 points. And then there's this thing. It's like, Oh, if you get 30, I think we missed it. But we were like in the middle. They're like, not bad. You know, you're, you're getting there, but like one point more would have put us on the next level of, Oh, you're doing really good. Try to get to the next level, which is the best. Playing the game is like, you're having fun playing the game and like seeing like why would people like someone might rate or put their answer down in a different way of like how they would rate it like i i I know i totally butchered that so there was a conversation there was one card that came up and i was like my thought was yeah if you wouldn't do it put it as a zero and if you would put it as a like you know a hundred and my my oldest son was like no you rate it because he was my my mother didn't understand. And I was thinking, Oh yeah, zero, no, a hundred. Yeah. And he was like, Oh, if you, and he did the reverse, like a hundred percent would mean you totally wouldn't do it. Yeah. And I was like, what? You know? <laughs> so 
then I was like, wait a minute. No, it doesn't. And then I was like, okay, fine, whatever. Let's just go with that. Okay. hundred percent means no <laughs> zero mm-hmm. means yes. Uh, but it has to do with like the way the card, the card is worded or the questions worded. Um, and so you could get some weird responses there and then people are going, what? And I'm even had some, I'm like my daughter and my youngest son are both like, I was like, you guys flat out lied. They got it correct for the game to get the points. But like the way one of them, like, cause like, Oh, it was like, um, what, like something about you know, fear of heights or something like how, how scared of you or heights or something. And like my daughter really doesn't have much of a fear. My youngest son. Yes. He doesn't like heights. Well, he puts a number on that's like higher than hers. And I'm like, dude, I'm like, don't you remember when you guys were at the rope course at the great white, great wolf lodge. And I'm like your sister went all the way to the top. You went to the first level. And it was like, dad, I want to come down. Uh, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, come on, you know, how could you rate your, but, but again, <laughs> She put hers lower for some reason, and he probably thought, well, I'm at this, and she really should have been higher. So you have these – it kind of sparks these conversations. They're like, what? Yeah. You have fun fun moments like that. So mm-hmm. – but it's – it's at the end of it – and I guess, I guess it really depends on what the award is looking for because at the end of it, I didn't feel like – and I, I said, I've played some other games by these people and it's the same thing. Like as your team, you're trying to get to this score. It doesn't feel very fulfilling. You know, like, yeah. okay, we've got, got them you. all. Like, it's just like, okay, well, we, we didn't, we got in the middle. What do you do? The second time we played, we did really bad. And it's like, okay. But it wasn't as fulfilling as if somebody had quote won the game or if we all as cooperatively, beat the game because we were we were fighting a villain an ai villain or something right it it just seems the game was fun and we're laughing and and but it but at the end there's like not that kind of payoff or it doesn't feel like there's this right reward where i feel like ticket to ride even if you lose you had fun with the game there's 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 more to it. You got to kind of think and plan your paths where this is just like you write a number and you, you know, how does it come out? There's really not much thinking involved. So that's why I'm kind of surprised it's an award nominee. It feels extremely basic, but it doesn't detract. It's it's still right. a fun game. So and, and sometimes it's the the fact that it's like a novel way to play like it's something new that that's also why they get nominated right if it's a different kind of game mechanic that we've never seen before i mean that that could be it too but it also feels very much like their other game just one yeah it's it's a little different but you're still you're doing the same thing you write your name on one side of this um placard the dry erase on the back you put your answer or you put no i don't think you have your name on it you just write on one side of this placard that stands in front of you so you write on an answer so they're like card comes up there's like a word or something and we have to write things to try to we can only write one word to try to get the other player to guess like we give a clue to the word so Mm -hmm. say the word is fish okay 
So we all see the one person, four people see the word fish. One person doesn't. So we, the four of us write something that well, one word that might help that that one person try to guess the word fish. And then we check all our placards. It's like, okay, none of us matched. So we all get to show right. our clue. If anybody matched with stuff, this two of us said trout. Well, then those come out. So th- that clue's gone. Now you're left with whatever's left that doesn't match. Now you got less clues for that person to try to get it. But again, it's like, it's, it's kind of, it still feels very similar. Like, and then at the end of it, it's like, you know, there's not this, you're, you're scoring. You want that person to get that answer because it's a group score. And if, depending on where you are, just like this fun facts, Oh, you guys scored so much. Here's where you rate. Like, well, it's just, it's a fun game, but the payout just seems odd. And it's, so it's weird because the game itself is fun, yeah. but I guess everything else I play, you're there's like a payout. <laughs> I don't know. No, you feel like, yes, we defeated the wizard or yes, I was first to the finish line. Yeah, yeah. This was just like, yeah, we had a good time. That was fun. But it just, it's like, it feels empty at the end, I guess. Yeah, it's like, it's like <laughs> being hungry and then you have a bag of chips and then you're like, what the heck did I just eat? Yeah. i I'm not. Yeah. I'm still hungry. I feel like garbage. <laughs> and now I'm mad that I ate all these chips for nothing. <laughs> but Although the I don't first know. Were tasty. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know what um, the other games that were against this one. Um, yeah. The, the competition for that. Oh, and I was going to, I was going to say that, um, they're probably going to be announcing the winners in the next three weeks or so. So we might have the winners by the time we do the next show. If not, it'll be the one after. So we okay. will know soon. Um, we'll know pretty darn soon what the uh, what the winners are. But yeah, for the for the family game of the year, which is the regular award, it was um, Fun Facts, Next Station London, and Dorf Romantic. I have Next Station London, but I haven't played it yet. Yeah. And and I think... Yeah, and I don't know about Dorf Romantic. I remember we talked about it. I'm not... That's not one I think I'll get, but... Yeah, it's a tile-laying game that's kind of a copy of a video game. That was fairly popular. Yeah, it's it's out on it's out on uh, Steam. So, yeah, I, yeah, I just <laughs> my take on who's gonna win. I would be surprised if it's fun facts. Not that it's a bad game. Me, me too. I think even but, just Next Station London alone, seeing what that is, there's more to it. Yeah, this is fun. Facts is very basic. Mm-hmm. I think that's, but you never know. It's, it's still fun. Yeah. All right, I got two left, Rob. Okay. But this, this is where the whole discovering new faves kind of came in because this week I played one game was a classic. Mm-hmm. The other one I said was a classic until you schooled me at the beginning of our show before until we started. I go, You're like that's oh, not a classic. No, it's not. 
Well, it will. It might be a classic in like 10, 15 years. <laughs> it will be. It will be. So yeah. I'm going to start out with, I'm going to start, well, I'm going to start with that one. It's in my list and uh, I don't want to forget to come back to it, but right on. I played yeah. Clank the for the very first time mm-hmm. um, yesterday and with uh, my two older kids. And okay. oh my gosh, did we have freaking fun. Nice. I love, love, love this game. I have, it, it just, I am so excited. So this was like discovering new favorites. This, this is the game that let's just say today I have ordered like every other oh, version. Man. Oh, no. Okay. So this is what you meant. Yeah. So you got like, <laughs> what? Like clank in space, space. <laughs> which actually is sitting here it arrived today oh nice <laughs> it's sitting here by me by my desk because i have no shelf space <laughs> I'm, I'm i got a real problem here yeah um that's but, one that a lot of us a lot of our listeners me included are very familiar with so what i love about clank is that so i like deck building and this is definitely a deck builder it's a deck building it, adventure it's a deck building adventure it's in the name of the game yeah exactly um but i i like see i like dungeons and dragons never really got to get into it a lot never it i i i think pretty soon i'm hoping to be able to get in to a group that meets and can play i really want to do that because when the little i've played i've really enjoyed it and and you know what Um, I, i can just add it doesn't need to be D and D, like if you're, te- it's technically a whole genre, you know, of. Uh, oh, I'm drawing a blank. Role well, it's like a fantasy. Is, it's not, yeah, or yeah, RPG there, or there's, but, yeah, there's so many different kinds. Don't just limit yourself to D and D. That's all I'm saying. Oh, for our, oh, for those, yeah, um, yeah. I actually have, uh, well, I can talk about that later, but yeah, but it it has that like you're 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 a thief. You're going to go down into this dungeon. You're going to try to steal from the dragon and be very, very quiet. Yeah. <laughs> In my elder don't, uh, don't make clank. Yeah. Don't make noise. But so the, the clank thing for that, and I, most people probably know this, but if there's anyone new out there like me who hasn't played this and is listening to this show, clank, are the, you get these little cubes and when you make clank, uh, basically, you're making noise because of some action you took um, or a card that you have drawn. Like you might have a stumble and you got to play it because it's in your hand and that says add one clank. So basically you made noise. So you put the clank on the board in the clank space. Well, when an artifact is taken or a card comes out that is a dragon attack, either one of those two will cause a dragon to attack you. And what you do is you take all the clank that's on the board, you put it into the dragon bag. Now there's a bunch of dragon uh little cubes in there as well so at the very beginning of the game you you know it depends on how many players you have but you Mm -hmm. shake that bag up and then you reach in and you pull out so many cubes and if your colors pulled out that's damage to you and you put it in your health tracker and 10 damage you're dead right so as the game goes on if they and if you pull out the black cubes which are the dragon those get set off to the side so that means there's more player clank going into the bag than there are more, more player cubes than there are dragon cubes. And by the end of the game, you're going to have to be pulling out a lot more player stuff. And 
you're going to be taking a lot more damage. Um, so, but you got to go into the dungeon and then you got to get underground. Um, and so the, the board is delineated uh, where it shows clearly where your underground level, but you'll start getting loot mystery items. Um, you're going to go get an artifact. There's all kinds of different things you can do down there. And there's rules to some tunnels. You There's monsters in them and you might take damage as you pass through them. Um, there's some tunnels that are one way, some are locked and require a key. And so, but you're trying to go down, basically get an artifact, get as much loot as you can and get back out. Now, as long as you can get above ground, even if you're knocked out, you're never killed. The dragon will knock you out when you're, when you've lost your health, you're just knocked out. Yeah. If you are knocked out underground, your loot is zero. So you, you basically, and you can't be revived. Um, but you don't score anything. If, as long as you get above ground, if the dragon attacks you, then you are knocked out, but the townsfolk basically save you and you get your loot, but you don't get out of the dungeon. You don't get the out of the dungeon bonus. Um, and then what happens is like the first player to get out, uh, completely of the dungeon, they go on this countdown track and there's basically, I think, four turns, I think, on the fourth. So, like, then the, the so what happens is everyone does their move. Now, when it comes back to the person that's out, they move their little people, their little meeple over one, and the dragon will attack. And but they take out however many to- blocks they're supposed to take out. They take out an additional one on that turn. Okay, so that's what that that player who got out is now basically doing the dragon attacks. Then everyone continues to play, comes back, that player now moves their thing again, and now it's two additional blocks that you're pulling out. So it's really dangerous for those that are still in there. And then at a certain point, I think it was on the fourth time, the dragon basically knocks everyone out no matter what. It's just you're knocked out. You didn't get out. And so once someone's starting to move back towards the top, the other player's got to be like, okay, do I try to get more loot? How much did they get? How much do I think I have? And you can score points with cards by your different loot that you have, but you got to get above that ground line. So it was really neat because I was playing and I, I went and I got in a room where the first one of the, one of artifact was at. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to grab that. But then the dragon attacked and I ended up at like half health. And I'm sitting there going, man. You know, there's two places I can gain health back, but they're at the bottom of the dungeon. I'm I'm kind of like nervous about how more many more times the dragon's going to attack. Because every time you purchase a card from the, the dragon row, a card can come out that can cause a dragon to attack again. And so I'm like, you know what? I think I'm going to go ahead and grab this artifact. And you can only take one artifact unless you go to the market down there and buy a backpack. Then you can get two. But uh, but as soon as you grab an artifact, the dragon attacks again. And or I'm sorry, he doesn't attack, but his rage goes up, which can make his next attack pull out more cubes. So, so then I was going to go do that, and then we we had an attack. I took more damage, and then I was like, "Okay, I'm at six. I need to get out." So it completely changed what I was going to do because now I'm like, "I got to get out of here." <laughs> So I started back for the surface a lot sooner than I wanted. And my, uh, my two other kids are like, okay, dad's going to the top. What's okay. We're going to, we're going to get more loot. 
and they kept at it for a bit. And then even though I started back to the top first, because of the way the paths are laid out, because of the cards, my daughter ended up getting what she wanted and getting out all the way out of the dungeon before I did. Um, because at one place I was stuck because I couldn't move because I needed two, two, uh, boot cards to allow me to go through this tunnel. So I was sitting there waiting till I could get two boot cards in my hand. Um, and she had a bunch of boot cards, so she was moving every time. Um, and she ended up getting out first, but I did get out, um, and getting out gives you bonus points and stuff like that. My son, my oldest did not make it out. Cause he was, he was going for, man, he was going for all the loot he could get. And then finally, I was just like, he finally realized he's not going to make it. And now he was on a run just to get above ground, <laughs> Okay, <laughs> which, which he did make, but he did get knocked out, but he, he was close to getting out. But, um, but it was like, this game is so fun. And then like, every time you play, it's going to be completely different, but, you know, because you, your, your deck is going to change. Yeah. You don't know what uh there's all these mystery loots like small I think major and minor um loot or something like that. I forgot what they call it, but that's all you don't know what it is till you go there cuz it's got a question mark on and you just pick it up and see what you got. Um you can see where all the main artifacts are and and the the, the good ones, but the more the ones that give you the most money are all the way down at the bottom, you know, of the dungeon. So uh it, it's just there was so much like having to change and like, Oh, this is what I'm going to do. Oh crap. I can't do that now. That change. Okay. I'm going to go do this and try to get some points here and work my way back up. Oh crap. I better get out of here right now. You know I mean? It was just like, and, and yeah, the, the, the whole thing with the clank cubes and the dragon attacks and the monsters coming out in the dragon row when you, and that's another thing, like when you're buying cards to put in your hand, you got to replace those cards. And when you replace those, a dragon attack could come out or, uh, or um, they've got like a monster will appear and it says on appearance, everyone, you know, adds clank to the, to the pool. Right. So just because he showed up, we're all losing more clank making noise because this monster showed up and it was just like the, you can, you know, you got these use cards, like you could teleport, you have a teleport card in your hand and there's cards you can buy that do nothing except give you victory points. Um, and that I ended up getting a card that allowed me to buy these. I could buy for seven gold. Oh, there's also gold in the game. And I had quite a bit of gold. I, for seven gold, I could buy two cards, these two scroll cards, uh, for the price of basically one. And each card gave me seven victory points which the gold gives you victory points, the same amount, but it's a way to double the amount of victory points. And I ended up getting to do that twice. So I had 28 points just in these scroll cards. And that's what ultimately put me above everyone else because they all had a lot more loot than I did. Um, but that ultimately was what kind of made the difference and put me over and won the game. But very cool game. Very exciting. My kids all enjoyed it. It's it's one of those. It's like, yep, it's up uh, up there with Dice Throne. This is this is immediately become like one of my favorite games. Um, another thing I like about the main game is it's got a two sided board. So there's a different dungeon on the other side, and things are spread out different. Um, and then there's tons of expansions for this game, 
and it looks like every expansion adds a more you know another two-sided board and some different game mechanics and just continuing to expand on this really fun game mechanic that i really enjoyed so i am so excited it's like it was like christmas like i absolutely had so much fun with this game and i'm excited to have something new that is i'm just like i can't wait to tell everybody about how great this game is Mm -hmm. which everyone in the world already knows except me but but you've played it right rob uh it's on my shelf of shame (gasps) oh Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. All right. If you don't get it done by August, put that sucker in the car with you (laughs) and bring it out down. Bring it, (laughs) bring it with you. Oh man. Yeah. They, there's a way to play it uh, solo with an app. Yes. So I might need to do that. I don't know. We'll see. So, well, if you if you don't do that, bring it. Yeah. It's not it's not that big of a box. So no, it's not. It's typical. So typical but, size. Uh, um. Okay, then the last one. This one was the classic that I was introduced to. Um, I a while back I picked up Carcassonne twentieth anniversary edition. And I, I think at some point a long time ago, I believe I played Carcassonne, but I don't really remember it. But it was one of those, like, I think I liked this game. Uh, I picked it up. It's one of those. It's like, it's like, I feel like it's Catan, right? You've got to have it in your collection. It's just one of those classics that, you know, we we talked about it before, you know, are you really a gamer if you don't have Catan in your your library? (laughs) Rob says you are a gamer if you don't have it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I and I'm just like, yeah, you are, but it was that was still a fun game. But I so I decided we're playing Carcassonne, and um, I absolutely loved it. It's it it definitely is a really fun game. It it reminds it is, me yeah. of Cascadia, like an easier version of Cascadia. I think Cascadia probably just you know looked at Carcassonne and said, let's wildlife this sucker. <laughs> and that's yeah. what you got and change the tiles a bit. But um, it was a really fun, I really enjoyed it. Um, it's uh, I'm looking forward to, and again, what I like about this game is every game will be different. Um, it's like, I was telling to me, it's like King Domino and Cascadia. You know, that's what it kind of feels like to me. And I know they're very different, but I I try to compare like what I have played or what it kind of reminds me of. And, um, but I really did have a good time with Carcassonne, uh, the 20th anniversary edition. I, I, it added like, I think there's two expansions. There's like rivers and there's something else in there some kind of expansion that's added into the game that we didn't use. And we took the rivers out cause it's a, don't use those your first game. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that, uh, that that's been the expansion that's shipped with the game for years. And it's not really even that super complicated. It's not super complicated, but still it, what the uh, rivers. Yeah. Well, there's the rivers and then there's some other expansion in it. Oh, there's, um, there's oh, something else. Mean, uh, the 20th. In the 20th anniversary, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, because I've got the big box, which has like, oh, probably like a dozen expansions in there. And I've actually played with only like two of them. Every time I play, we just play the base game. Yeah. Which in itself is a lot of fun. Yeah, the, the 20th anniversary edition comes with the base game, but upgraded with a high gloss UV spot print on all the tiles, okay. um, which is, yeah, it was, it was, the tiles are really neat. Um, I'm trying to see what else, because they did tell us to um, set aside some kind of, some some tiles. And we didn't use abbots. We didn't use those. Okay. Um, but we it told us to pull out some tiles. I don't know which ones it was. So, but anyways, there's something in there that you pull out. Um, maybe it doesn't, maybe it's just something you don't start with. Maybe it's not another expansion in there, so. Yeah, it's. So it brings 20 new tiles, river, abbots, and meeple stickers. More river tiles, abbots, and yeah, the stickers. Yeah. <laughs> Which we did stick all the stickers on after we played the game. Or my daughter and I are like, let's put these mm-hmm. stickers on. <laughs> that took a while. <laughs> oh, yeah. Actually... Um, one thing that I found doing those stickers like that is it really helps to do it with a pair of tweezers. <laughs> like I just made her do it. Yeah. Or, or that. Make she's got long nails. So yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. So she's got built in tweezers. <laughs> there you go. So, but it was neat because it's like, what I like about this is every game's going to be different. Like the way you're placing the tiles out, it'll never They'll yeah. never build it the same way. And, and um, you and, know, and the thing too is that when you when you're done, it looks cool on the table. It's like a map. It does. Yeah. 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 It's um. It was really fun. I was just like, man, why have I not played this before? Mm-hmm. So, but I think the sad thing is like, when will I get to play it again? <laughs> you well, know, because there's so many so many games yeah it's like i i hope to get this one back out again yeah and you see this is a game that is so it's an older game and usually older games tend to be more simple right they're not as complicated they don't have a million rules and carcassonne is a type of game that you can kind of use to introduce new players yeah there's you know, some of the stuff is a little tricky, maybe, like on how to score points, but everybody knows how to put the tiles down. Yeah. Exactly. And it's ages seven and up, so it it is a simpler game. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't take that long to play, 30, 45 minutes. I'd say that was about right. Mm-hmm. We probably took an hour, I think, our first time. So Yeah. But uh, and probably a good chunk of that was probably making your stacks, <laughs> putting all the <laughs> tiles face down. <laughs> and you know what I've done is, um, in the past I've actually gone through and so you can get you know Crown Royal Crown Royal, yeah, Royal whatever you want to call it the 
the whiskey the liquor yeah uh, purple bag it, it comes in those bags you can buy those bags online like on ebay yeah and uh so i, I bought like five or ten of them i forgot how many came uh in a pack it was just a couple bucks and uh i use those i put the tiles in a crown royal bag and then instead of making my stacks you just reach into the bag oh that's a good idea and and pull out a tile so cool you can do that with any game that you know doesn't require tiles to be in a certain order because like some games will have the tiles and they'll they'll be like yeah place seven tiles down and then place this specific tile on top of them and then take 20 random tiles and put them on top and (sighs) you know that doesn't work but if you're just picking anything that works yeah um, so yeah, go ahead. Hour and five minutes in, and I finally am done talking about what I played. <laughs> and there's actually some good uh, online versions of this as well. There's oh, yeah. kind of a stinky one that came out years ago, but they got revamped, and it's actually decent. It's it's pretty good. It's fun to play on a phone or a tablet or something. But uh, oh yeah, yeah. So that that. You know, I know we took a lot of time, but I, one of the topics, like again, mainly the main topic was for someone like myself, who's new, it being introduced to a game that is like a classic or something that is really highly thought of in the gaming community as such an excellent game, like Clank and Carcassonne. It was, it was really exciting for me to experience those very different games, mm-hmm. um, you know, from each other, but then also things like, you know, the pedal to the metal, it's like a racing game. I, I it's my first kind of racing game and the, you know, the, the whole wizarding, I'm not going to repeat that title, but that wizard game of making spells and the, the bingo, I'm like, bingo, like super mega lucky box. Like it was like, yeah, it's a, like a tactical bingo or something. I was like, ah, bingo. Yeah. Okay. We're going to get laughed at here in the game store. Holy crap. Was it fun? You know, it's just like, yeah. mm-hmm. it's just, it's been such a great week and I've had so much fun fun with all these different games and it's like it you know i've had kind of like it's like it's almost like it's back like like that excitement when i first started and then it was like okay i got all these games i gotta start playing them and i get one or two in here and i'm like yeah this was cool this was cool and then for some reason the last two weeks it's been like oh, i gotta have this i gotta have that i gotta oh this is so much fun i can't wait to play it <laughs> it's exciting that's really well, fun. I, I, know, I know what you mean especially when you know, like something like Carcassonne, <clears throat> when like everybody talks to it and games are compared to it sometimes. Like, oh, this is like Carcassonne. It has this and this and this. Until you play it, you really don't know what they're talking about. Right. And now, and now you're part of that group that's played Carcassonne and enjoyed it. And then it's like, now you get it. It's your life is forever changed. How about that? After playing it. Yep. But um, no, I, I get it. And it exposes you to a type of, how should I put it? A type of gameplay that has been copied over the past 20 years by a number of different games. You know, like, you know, in, in some ways, like King Domino 
copied it, you know, Cascadia, Dorf Romantic. Like, as far as I know, there weren't any. It was one of the first ones that had the tile laying where you build a map like that. Yeah. Take turns. And that's one of the reasons why I think, you know, that Dorf Romantic might actually be a contender to win. Yeah. It builds on that the fun of Carcassonne and, you know, maybe takes it to the, like the next level um, makes it more interesting for 2023 ish or something like that. But, you know, I, I definitely do get it. And then when you get a bunch of games that you enjoy it, t- it also revives the, the fun and the excitement of the hobby. Yeah. It, it it really does because I know for a while I was just like, yeah, I don't want to play anything. It's like I got to learn something, and it's like one of those. I got all these things I keep buying, and it's like, well, I got to play them. And it's like I want to play Everdell again, but I tried to learn that one again. It was taught to me once, and I was like, oh man, I I didn't think I could teach this one, and I was like, I gave up. Like I'm not going to try this, and yeah, I know it's like I think I need to be taught it again. It's one of those. It just might be a little too much for me, and. I, I want to play Gloomhaven, Jaws of the Lion, and I got others I haven't even opened yet. And there's new Kickstarters that like and new expansions to games I already have that I'm like, oh, I gotta have that. I gotta have that. Mm-hmm. And then I find things like Clank and Carcassonne that I'm like, oh, this is so awesome. It's like, yeah. oh my gosh, when does the madness end, Rob? When does it end? <laughs> and the thing is, like, Clank came out like eight years ago, maybe. Yeah. Nine years ago, it's like 2015 or something like that. And uh, it's like, where have you been all my life, right? <laughs> it's like, uh, you didn't even know. 20, 2016. Yeah. 2016, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, yeah, What a, I, I just want to play it again. Like, mm-hmm. I can't wait to play it again. So, And I think in part two, part number two numeric, but also, um, you know, as you progress through the hobby, you, you get new experiences with new game styles and mechanics and so forth. And then you build on that. And then something that, you know, maybe clank would have been too much when you first started, but now it like, it hits the spot. Yeah. That's true. It's really good. And yeah, because that... I, I was mentioned to you before the before we started recording that like Arc Nova, mm-hmm. like uh, that's such a big popular one, and I've I've looked at that a few times, and I and I'm like, oh my goodness, like what? Like I it's it's like something that looks like I want to play or I think I want to play it until I see it, mm-hmm. and someone's trying to like learn how to play this, and I'm watching a YouTube video, and I was like, okay, I'm five minutes in, and I'm completely lost. Yeah, and they're only uh, they're only discussing the first mechanic, you know. I'm like, yeah, this game is not for me at this point. It's too heavy. <laughs> it is. It is a meaty game, but you know, there's games like one of my most favorite games ever, and I've told you this many, many times. Is Castles of Burgundy, and by the yeah. way, I should be getting my fancy schmancy Kickstarter version soon. I'm excited for that. Yeah, and, I've been seeing people posting that they're getting their copies. Yeah, there's been some unboxings of it 
That's ridiculous. Can't wait. But, uh, you know, that's a game where when you, when you play it and you're learning it, it's like, do these rules ever end? Because it's like, okay, you do this, then you do this, then you do this, then you have these choices. This is what you can do. It's like choice one, 10, 15, and so forth. But, but then when you start playing, it's actually simple-ish, simple-ish. I'll, I'll, say, I'll yeah. caveat it that way. Because as you're learning it, you just you need to understand all your options. But then when you're playing, you just choose whichever one's important to you at that one time. And it's actually very limited amount of decisions that you're making. You know, kind of like right. There's some games that I'm sure you've played that the, the the game is basically three things. You know what I mean? It's like draw a card, and then take an action, place a card. I, I don't know. I just made that up. Right. And, yeah. And that's all you do. But then it gets a little complicated by it's like well where you place your card might be a little important and then you know you have a hard time it's like well i want to place it in five different places mm-hmm. which one is most important to me and right you know that's um that's something that as you play more it's like you get more used to that i should say so yeah Arc Nova, big meaty game, that's for sure. <laughs> Takes up a lot of space. You got the bright table for it. I can say that. <laughs> you can Yeah. You can't fit a game on your table. <laughs> There's something wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it's uh it's to me it's interesting to see the evolution in your tastes and and your experiences cuz I went through the same I'm yeah, living. I definitely I definitely like deck builders. I do like worker placement. Yep, me too. I sort of like I really liked dice game until I played that battle of what was that Hogwarts game? Um Hogwarts Death Eaters Rising. Man, the freaking dice would just they just went against me all day. I couldn't get anything going. Yeah. And it's because of the dice. So it's like, maybe I'm not a big fan of dice. <laughs> Blame the dice. It is a luck of the dice, but yeah. Yeah. A lot of people but, struggle with randomness. Uh, one of the ladies at um, my game night, I brought um, Dice Manor and I really like that game. And um, I think that's what it's called. Yeah. Dice Manor. Um, I had to boost up my, over my monitor to see it on the shelf. Um, I really like that game. It's really fun, but she was saying she's not typically likes those because it's a luck of the dice. Mm-hmm. She's like, there's no, there's no real game here. It's just a luck of the dice. <laughs> and I'm like, eh, it's, I never thought of it that way. Yeah. And, but you, I, I think the game part is you roll the dice and you got to now, what are you going to do with it? Yeah. And how you play with that, 
Um, so it's still, but again, it's just a way, a different way of thinking. You know, some people want to not be beholden to the luck of the dice. Yeah. I don't know which episode it was, but, um, I had, uh, a gentleman by the name of gamer, Chris, he had his own podcast and website and stuff. He, uh, he was on the show and we had a discussion about randomness and dice because a lot of people like him don't really care for that and i would always say it's like part of the game is basically being presented with sometimes less than favorable conditions and having to adapt and make the best of the situation that is what you're getting with dice because you know in real life you know it's it, it's never fully in your control right i mean cuz how different is it like to draw a card off of a deck right and and be given an unfavorable situation versus rolling dice and being given an unfavorable situation based on the role. It's true. Because, yeah, it's like, I, I think I remember giving the example of, it's like even driving into work or something like that. You never know what's going to happen, right? You don't know mm. if there's going to be an accident. You're going to be an hour and a half late. Not that you're in an accident, but just the traffic. And, you know, it's like you're presented with all sorts of stuff in and day-to-day activities and you just have to adapt. And I don't, I don't think dice games are kind of the same. And if I remember right too, his, his, uh, his response to that was, well, you know, I play games <laughs> to maybe get away from that. <laughs> and I'm like, fair enough. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> to get away from that randomness. And maybe I don't want to yeah. adapt. And maybe I want to have more control over or yeah. control over things. Yeah. So I can see that. So. That's funny. Well, cool. Um, the last thing that I was gonna I was gonna say is um, I got something in the mail this week, Rob. I think you yeah, probably did too. <laughs> tax bill is that what you? That it does what? not a tax bill, but it did come from the United States Postal Service. Nice. Had a very special little couple little things inside this envelope and it was gen con passes for my daughter and i nice <laughs> so very nice did you guys did you get yours did yours show up i know rav got no. his no i haven't gotten them yet man i'm all the way out in seattle you, you're like you next door hey you remember <laughs> it took what, two weeks longer to get something you sent me <laughs> Did that's right it's got to go through chicago so. <laughs> yeah you'll probably get them next month <laughs> yeah i'll get them i'll get it in september yeah yeah no kidding after the show's over so yeah i'm and- excited that's that was another thing i'm really excited about we got like um maybe five weeks yeah is that, is that right yeah yeah because today's the 26th of june so I'll be out there on the 3rd. I think it's the 3rd of August. So, because it starts on, no, I'll be out there the 2nd of August. I fly in late that night. So it starts on the 3rd. 
at Thursday. Yeah. And you're flying, you guys are flying in Wednesday? Wednesday night. Yep. Good, good. Yeah. So we don't get into like midnight though. Okay. But it is what it is. We'll survive. Might be a little tired that Thursday morning. Plus, plus, yeah, because we get in at, well, we get in at midnight there. It's only 10 o'clock here. So, oh no, might be nine o'clock. Because I think Indy, that's Eastern time, isn't it? Indianapolis. So, yeah, we're going to, we're going to, I'm going to be exhausted that first day. (laughs) I hope it doesn't, I hope the show doesn't, I hope the doors don't open until like three in the afternoon. (laughs) (laughs) It's a little earlier than that. He's going to come down at like, like eight o'clock in the morning. Let's go. And I'm going to be like, dude, it's only 5 (laughs) a.m. Go away. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, but. Awesome. I'm so excited. So um that that was the only topics I had. Just a lot of excitement this week. Oh heck yeah, that, that's awesome. There was something I wanted to mention. I don't remember what it was now. Well, I did get outside of the games I mentioned earlier that I've played new this week, I did get two more games new to my shelf. Um so oh. it was my birthday this past week and I got money from my parents and I decided what better way to spend it than on board games. So I, I uh, pulled the trigger and bought Zombicide version 2.0. Okay. So I got the newest release of Zombicide. I played that really enjoyed it. Um, and that's something I'm going to look forward to probably doing like on a Saturday. A lot of the people in the gaming group, like they're like, can we do a weekend? And like, this will be a good one, one off game to play on a saturday because it can take i think the first time i played it it took us over four hours and we uh have a hard stop at this other place because they will kick us out at 10 at night so um so i'll do that for a saturday but then i also picked up uh, munchkin dungeons so gonna give that one a uh, try as well looks like it will be fun okay so yeah i don't think i got uh anything super recently i uh i did go to some local game stores uh over the past couple weeks and i've always walked out empty-handed it just doesn't uh, that feel like depressing when you do like you're happy because your your wallet's happy but at the same time you're like man (laughs) no because i mean i've actually been in a situation where it's like i'm in there and it's like i have to get something and then i wind up getting something that i don't necessarily like really really want yeah i feel like i i need to get something and i've been a lot better about just you know not biting at anything and you know i'm not gonna lie part of the problem is i have everything (laughs) already yeah so yeah you know, just when I think I'm there, then I get introduced to Epic Spell Wars of the Battle Wizards Duel at Mount Skullsfire yeah. <laughs> and Clank. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, I gotta have more. More, more. Yeah. It's, so. No, it's it's just funny how that stuff works out sometimes. And yeah. Um you know, I, I do have to admit that there's stuff that I want but I don't want it bad enough to buy it. Like, for example, I was looking at, there's a game called Rattus, R-A-T-T-U-S, and uh-huh. it came out with a big box. So 
I've got uh, I've got the original Radis. I've got some expansions, and there's a card game as well. Uh, you know, I've got all those, and I liked it. It's a game about the plague. <laughs> it's <a> fun topic. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, and uh, you know, I was looking at it, but I'm like, I just, I just don't want to go through the whole thing of like rebuying a game that I have already. Right. Because even though it's a nicer experience, like I haven't played Radis in a while. So it's like, what's the point of buying the new version, even though it's cooler to have and it's all in one. But, uh, but yeah, it's just, yeah, I see a lot of, uh, a lot of the new games and it, they just don't, I'm just not that interested in them. Um, especially a whole bunch of them are Kickstarters that are, there's a lot of Kickstarters that I enjoy that I'm really into. And then there's like a lot of, I'll call them tertiary Kickstarters that just, you know, it's, it's not a designer that I know. It looks okay. It's not a game company that I know, a publisher that I know. And it's just like, I don't want to take the chance on it. Um, Yeah. You know, especially with the rising costs of some of these games and, how much yeah. you know it's like especially if they have miniatures you know you're looking at 70 80 100 dollars at a minimum yeah and and this one game store it's a gaming goat store we've got a whole bunch of them here in chicago area and they have a lot of kickstarters so i was looking at some of them and i was looking again i i was looking at iss vanguard that's another one that i kind of like i got my eye on it but at the same time it's huge box I don't have room for it. <laughs> you know, it's, you know, I don't know if it's as big as Gloomhaven, but it's still big. And yeah, space is a premium. Yep. You're like, yes, sir. Need more walls. <laughs> I need to build more. And rooms. then if you get, I mean, in all honesty, if you got the big box, you're still going to want to have the old one on your shelf. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like you're going to throw it away. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's part of the collection. Yeah. And usually, so my experience has also been that getting a big box is cool to have everything all in one, but I so but, rarely play the expansion. Right. And I rarely play the add-ons. Um, there's like only one game that I played a ton of with the expansion. That was Turn and Taxis. That's another like real, really old game, and I think it was one of the one of the Spiel des Jahres um, winners from like I don't know, fifteen years ago. That's a really good game. We should play that sometime on Yukata. But uh, yeah, it's it's. A, I'm I'm rambling now. <laughs> so I'm excited about Gen Con coming up soon yep and uh in 38 days i just went to their website 13 mm-hmm. days so yeah yep clear those credit cards out now yeah <laughs> do all your spending on thursday <laughs> yeah <laughs> then go to the go to the post office on friday <laughs> yeah Exactly. Or or go 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 to the store and buy another buy a suitcase. Yeah. So, 
or buy a, pack them all or buy a house in Indianapolis to be your West campus for your gaming story. That would be my East campus. Oh uh, yeah. I mean, East, East campus, <laughs> your warehouse, gaming warehouse. There you go. More shelves. No. That's, that's how you get more shelves, shelf space. I'll be like, Franco, I got to leave this stuff at your house. Okay. <laughs> You'd probably like it. <laughs> yeah. If he doesn't have it, he'd be like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> cool all right well should we wrap it we got an hour and a half here yeah let's do it let's do it i know it's late for you so so um thanks for listening everybody we'll catch you all next week on what episode 51 yeah yep all right and we'll uh uh if anyone's going to gen con too uh reach out to us on our website send us an email maybe we can maybe rob and i can meet up with you absolutely but uh yep We'll see you all at the table. Bye. Two weeks, not next week. Yes. (laughs) Two weeks. Yep. 